Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Beats, yeah. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Negroes. Hey, man, it's E Mitch, and welcome back to another episode. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Yes, indeedy. We have a great show for you, and we have some special guests with us this week in the house. But we're going to go around, and we're going to introduce our norms, our host. So first off, in Aurora, Colorado, my boy, MD, man. You know, he's in the building, and uh, this weekend, we'll, we'll see if he got the old lady on the bag. What's happening, MD? Happening, y'all. Yeah, what's happening? Just waiting to get out there this weekend. Trying to get mm-hmm. this background in. Nice. Get up, get ready. And then we got my big cousin out in Diego. And usually you'll see him with his shirt off out there doing this thing. And people will be saying, yes, indeedy. Put your shirt back on, Bug. What's <laughs> happening, Booger? What's going on, fam? Just chilling. And I... I want to apologize to the fans. I ain't got no PS today. Uh-oh. PSA today. I had the bubble guts, so I couldn't. I didn't want to get no females, no gushers. You know mm. how they bust in your mouth out the ass. So mm. I've been cooling it. So yeah. hope y'all safe out there. Please, thank you. Why your ass is single? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't busting gushers in people's mouth. That's why I'm no. Wow. And then wait for, the wait for the hate mail on that one. Yeah. <laughs> then we got my partner. The light skin wonder, the red bone Jones himself. We got sugar in the building. What's happening, sugar? Uh, Harry Belafonte um, tone out oh, there. Okay, with his heat, man. Brother got a couple shades darker. So <laughs> where I'm trying to join. I'm trying to join these these cats on the corner, man. Look at Marcus. I'm trying to join you. I got, I got love for light skinned niggas. They go extra hard. <laughs> <laughs> I like them piss pot color motherfuckers. They, they uh, no. no, I'm just, I'm just playing, man. I, you know what's up, fellas? What's going on, man? We, we got guests, and you guys are acting out, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, we in, in just uh, let's let's get ready, man, for this tournament, man. I'm I'm excited. We got a, a good show for y'all, and um, let's get it. And then. We got our guys coming to the pot. Two brothers that are passionate about golf. Been vlogging on YouTube since July of 2019. What's golf without a little smack talk? They get on each other and have fun with other people. From Cali to Vegas, Palm Springs, Atlanta to Denver, they'll play anywhere. They don't mind a little wife check or two. From the best worst challenge to the caddy challenge. They will get down anytime anywhere no matter what welcome to the show bogey smalls bogey brothers. and two putt shakur the bogey brothers what's happening wow that was a dope 
intro, man. I wow, I never been introduced like that. That was fire. <laughs> right man, I don't even know how to react with that intro. <laughs> Welcome to the we show. Should, we should we should add it to our uh, YouTube videos. Man. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. We appreciate y'all coming on. We love what you do for the game. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun here. Uh, sure, give us a rundown of what we're gonna cover on this show. Yeah, as always, we're gonna get into that golf news of the week. We're gonna cover last week's Open Championship, man, which uh, which was a good one. Um, we got this week. Uh, we got the upcoming the PGA 3M Open. You know, there's no more majors left, so we back to regular golf uh, until next year. Um, there's a live event coming up. We got that Bedminster Invitational, mm. which takes uh, takes place at the Orange Guy Club later on this month. Um, out there in New Jersey, we got the LPGA Amundi Evian Championship out there in France, which is that's that that's the last major as well uh, for the ladies out there. Yep. Um, we got our front nine. We're gonna be chilling with the Bogey Brothers, man. So we got questions for the fellas. Uh, we're going to get to know them, um, and we'll kind of talk about the segment that we did with them while they were here in Denver. So um, it'll be a good conversation. We're going to get into the back nine. We're going to talk about this hard knock slice tour coming up. We got that gong shalong or whatever that is. Tournament. Did I say that right? Yeah, gong shalong. Shit right. I don't know. Shut up, man. <laughs> Put your shirt back on. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to get into our uh, regular weekly segment. What are we hating on? And then our golf gigging song of the week, we got uh, 33 from Calibrate and Larry June, man. This is a one back from 2019, but it is a banger. So we bringing you the culture as we always do. And then, uh, like I said, we're going to have a good show. So let's, let's hit it. Are you sure you're ready? I'm ready. All right. Well, let's do it. Um, man, shit. Hold on a minute. I don't know what's going on. Oh, here we go. Let's get into our our Negro News of the Week real quick and run through that. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. All right, man. There's no secret. Cam Smith won the Claret Jug at the Open Championship. And he said he's figured out that two beers fit in the Claret Jug. Are you guys drinking out of that? I'm conflicted because I say, yeah, I say clean it up. But when they give it to you, there's so many hands that touch it. And it's not like you're putting, like, alcohol, alcohol in it that kills germs. But I want to know what size was his beers that he's putting in there that says two beers. That's a good question. Because I'm in Dago, so, you know, I'm used to 40. So is he, like, putting 80 ounces of that motherfucker? No. Wow. Oh, he get the bubble guts later on? I'm going to drink out that one that's in Eric's living room. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> um, are, we but, talking, are we talking about the dude with the mullet? Yeah, the pedophile. Okay. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. Right. So, if you saw him in a white van with a sliding door driving down the street, you wouldn't be surprised, bruh. Any dude with a mustache and no beard, you could pretty much throw him in that category. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you see how the Avalanche are treating the Stanley Cup around here. It's got a couple yeah. of bruises, and I can guarantee those guys are not washing that when they pass it off to each other. I mean, I just I'm a hockey player. That's different. I have to say this, man, because I don't, I don't think, I don't think bros, man, are really gonna be drinking out of shit like that. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. to me, I think that's more 
you see, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm wrong, man, but I see more white folks doing that shit. And you would know best. I'm just saying. <laughs> so what you saying? You drink? You take a shot out of it? <laughs> I don't even know, man. I don't even know if I take a shot out of that thing, man. Just think about all the people that would, because I've heard some crazy stories about Stanley Cup cats. You know, you know, cutting real close to it. You know, just real crazy shit, man. Because you get the cup for a day, you get to do whatever you want. So I, I don't know what junk has been touching on that thing. So I'm not I'm not drinking out of that. No way. I ain't drinking out of that other cup either. Fuck that. Well, y'all, you. So I know how y'all do in Denver. So you wouldn't like pour a bunch of white claws in that motherfucker. Oh, I'm so drinking white claws. Gonna, that's how you're gonna do us white out claws. here. Yeah, we don't drink white. I don't I drink know, white. He claws. got a garage full of white claws. That white girl wasted shit. Man, I'm about to come across this Zoom. <laughs> putting putting that smut on my jacket like that. Yeah, man. Hey, you ain't got no white claws in your garage? I, am, I got Michelob Ultra Seltzers. Wow. That's the same shit, bro. Shit's tasty. Oh, you brothers, what, what, what y'all think about? What y'all, what y'all think about the Claret Jug? You, what's going on with that? Y'all drinking out of that? Uh, nah, not the way y'all describe it. I, I don't <laughs> I'm going to keep it real, bro. I'm going to keep it real. I don't really... I, this is my first time even hearing of this cup thing. Mm. I, I don't really watch golf like that. Like, I, I'm a... I'm more of a casual golf fan. Like I like, I watch a major with Tiger Woods come back or something. I, I fell in love with golf, playing golf. So I, yeah. I'm not really hip, but the way y'all describe it, I'm not. I'm not even going near that thing. So the claret jug is basically it's it's a uh, it's the cup that you win for winning the Open championship, and it get it gets shared. It's like the Stanley Cup basically, and it gets or like the Super Bowl trophy. But yeah, you get to take it for the year that you have it. You know, and then you, I, I believe you got to, I mean, I don't think they make a new one. So you got to bring it back every year. Well, no, then, they make you one for your own house, though. Huh? They make you one for your own house. Oh, okay. I got you. And then, but, but the, it's like, it looks like your grandmother's uh, yeah. Thanksgiving gravy pour. <laughs> it's like real old. It's just old school. <laughs> it, it's a tradition. Okay. You can a hole in it and make a bong out of it. Yeah. No, man, so I wouldn't drink out of that, man. But you know what? It's kind of easy to say that because I feel like I'm so far removed um, from like competition, stuff like that. Yeah. And so when you're in the heat of the moment and and things like that happen, especially like you guys mentioned the hockey thing, Stanley Cup, you know, you got your boys in there doing it. It'd be kind of weird not to do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because everybody's doing it. but I wouldn't do it. I think we need to get a cup, bro. That'd be dope, but like for the channel, and, and like when when Team Smitch takes the W, we can yeah. walk home with the, with the cup, and uh, I get to have it first though before for E Mitch because I don't know what he gonna do with it on his. Yeah, uh, that's 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 the and thing. You know he got a stripper pole in his basement, so you don't know what the fuck he's gonna do with that cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh the boy! Facts. Yeah, true. Um, all your business out there. Yeah, it's it's out there. It's in the streets. <laughs> Library of Congress and shit. Yeah. Hey, uh, so that's the PGA, right? So let's let's switch over to the live. Bogey Brothers, you guys probably heard about the live and what's going on with that, and all these players going. Actually, there were some players and stuff going over there today, and actually Charles Barkley is meeting with the live to commentate for them and talking about leaving TNT. So what? Think about that. Yeah. What do it's the money. bogey? Yeah. It's money. Yeah, it's money. But I I'm mean, saying. what what do the bogey brothers think about the live? Um, is it on TV? 
No, YouTube online. and on there, on there. Online. Yeah. Mm. yeah stream it. Well, get uh, hey, I see people eating. That's that's always good. I can't hate on eating. Yeah. I, I mean, all the all the extra political stuff and you know all that. I, I don't. I don't have a problem with it. I think everybody do their own thing. I think if the PGA would have just shut up from the beginning and just let players do what they're going to do, the LIV probably wouldn't even be popping. They would have never had to spend as much money to get players because the, they had to entice them to come over, right? So they had to give them big bank, but they wouldn't even have had to give them that much bread if the PGA would have just shut up and just let everybody do what they're going to do and not even brought light to them dudes. Now they shining. They're killing it. It's all everybody want to talk about in golf. Right. Yeah. Two putt. Yo, so I don't really know much about the live. I mean, I, I hear a bunch of a bunch of stuff, I guess, talking about dirty money. I, I don't I don't know. I, I mean, where does the PGA money come from? I mean, does anybody really know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, but um honestly though, I think it's good. I think it's great for the game. Um I'm, again, I don't know much about it, but from what I have heard is like they're switching up the format a little bit, just making things just a little bit more interesting. Um, and then plus controversy is always good. Controversy sells. So that's just another thing to talk about golf. Mm-hmm. How can you lose? People people talking about that that don't like that's like me that don't really watch golf on a regular basis. People that probably ain't even golf fans at all know about the whole beef between the LIV and the PGA just because it's beef. People know about the beef between two putt Shakur and Bogey Smalls, and they don't even, you know, watch the Bogey brothers like that. <laughs> nice. Um, there's a lot of support out there. Uh, the orange guy, Mr. Dorito, the past uh, administrator, uh, yeah. head in charge. That guy, uh, he's supporting. I'm supporting them because they go into his golf course this week. I said. Okay. They should. Should. They should. Should. They should. 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 I support him too. Hell yeah. He ain't got no money in a while. His golf course has been struggling. That's why he pumped up. He needs some money. Well, it is what it is. No, who don't need money? I'm just going to say that. Who don't? Yeah. Well, he he got to get his money before he go to prison. I didn't want to go we'll there. We'll I'm just saying. Hey, 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 why is his golf course struggling? Because <laughs> he races. Shit. Racist motherfuckers play there. Right. So, yeah. yeah the, the, those numbers could be dwindling. If that's so, black people don't play there. It's mm, different when your president I, they do. Races, they they do. I bet you they do. They they can't play there as often anymore because press be out there, and they don't want to be seen as being a racist. <laughs> that's why they're struggling. They got to sneak through the back now, like the blacks had to do. Go through the back door. Hey, so look, this is what I think. I think you're right. I think ever when once Tyler uh, once Tiger came out and and went against LIV, Trump had to fall on the LIV side. That's how he do it. Yeah, Tiger is the 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 face. You know, he's our guy. Even mm-hmm. whether he represents or not, he's our guy to us. And and Trump know that. So, but he he already had money invested in. That's, that's he did easy, have money bro. coming to him from the live too. It's, so it's the, the live was already easy. extending the live had already extended the the handshake across to the, the orange tiger for nine hundred million. But it's easy for Tiger to say it. I think he's a fall guy for the a puppet for the PGA. You know, that's our guy. But at the same time, these guys are hating on this live. And like you said, they should have just left the loan, let it do what it was going to do, and it would have died. Now it's, it's got momentum because that's all everybody talks about. Yeah. 
And I was talking to a guy, he, he's, he, he knows a little bit more about the politics and golf when I was up there at that Riverdale. And he said, PGA just should have shut up, let the, Saudi, the Saudis have money, but $400 billion, I think they said today that they can throw into it. Right. Wow. But, what he, but what he said was they have the money, but there's going to come a point where they're going to stop putting money into it if it don't That's catch true. the sponsorships. They can't get on TV, no matter how much money they have. That little 50 million, 50 million here, 20 million here, man, that's nothing in that. They're banking and on then, the fact that it's going to cash out, Marcus. You're right. right. They're banking. Right. They're going to stop. They're going to stop putting their money into it and start putting their money into something else. This is just where they want to put their money right now. And as for the, the players talking about it, Nicholson came out at first and was like, "What? Well, their, their human rights and this and that." Okay, the Saudis did this to people. The PGA didn't let black people play. They discriminated because of race. Yeah. So, you know, six six one way half. I mean, twelve one way half. It doesn't the other way. Well, yeah. and the the interesting piece is it's not stopping, right? So, uh, Henrik Stenson, uh, he was the European Ryder Cup captain, and because he is going to the live, they ended his captainship for the Ryder Cup. So the European team is now looking for a new Ryder Cup captain. That's kind of crazy. That's, that's now, who, did news, that? who did that? The PGA or the who? Who's in charge of that? Who made that decision? The whole PGA botting partnership because they teamed up with the European League. But what's funny is you don't have to be playing golf to be a captain. Hmm. But they're drawing the lines. To be a captain. So why are you telling him he can't be a captain when it has done? He could be retired. Because the PGA is drawing the lines, brother. But you yeah, can't draw their line. At the same time, they're worse. They're, at the same time, they're making the antitrust case against them worse. Mm-hmm. Correct, they are. They're they banning fools are. from playing because they're doing because they're not now they're monopolizing. Mm-hmm. Let these let these fools come over here and play. It's never going to be the PGA. It's never going to be the same product. It's going to be a secondhand product. Let it come do its thing. Keep quiet. It would it would have went away on its own. But the now PGA. you're banning players. You're giving it more. They just they just keep giving it more and more right. attention. The PGA would have been better off in saying, okay, well, we're going to keep our tours because they do the same thing. We talked about this. Boog, you mentioned it before. They they partner with the Asian tour. They partner with the European tour. They could have partnered with the Live, and they could have had it in the off months when there's no majors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it is now. Like they could have they said, okay, if this is what we're going to do, let's make this all – let's make this a big thing. And they all could have they all could have got money together. But they, they, wanted, they wanted to be hard-headed and shit. They could have just did nothing. They didn't even have to partner with them. They, they didn't. Kept quiet and they live with getting no shine. Trying to figure out how I can get my black ass over there and get a look at Who ain't? If you listening, if you listening, we we all going we all signing up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but are some of the uh, actual golfers on the PGA Tour talking bad about live? They yeah. like 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 they're uh, I guess part of the the presidency or the committee of the PGA and they're just sitting there like, like they know everything about it. I don't understand that. Why, why are the golfers even saying something about it? Why don't they just make their decision and, and just, just make it happen. Just, just like do what they in, do. It's like it's in competition. And I think a lot of them are jealous because we were talking about it before. You got right. amateurs and guys that have never played in a professional setting that went over there and got 30, $40 million before they even played in a match. 
that's more than they'll ever make playing in PGA their whole career, potentially some of them. Some of the guys that have washed up and can't win in the PGA have gone over there and made millions. Mm-hmm. And you and gotta have to know your traditionalist. The, the PGA sucking that PGA dick didn't mean right. like that, like Rory. Yeah, you got guys that have been in the PGA that have won a couple of tournaments. They might got about 20, 30 million. They've been in the PGA for 12 years, sitting on like 20, 30 million. And yeah. then a young dude comes to the live, and day one before he plays a match, he's got the same amount of money you've saved in 12, 13 years. That's why they're complaining because it's it's hey. the, it's a new way of doing it. And it, the, someone made it available. Now, didn't even Tiger – I thought I heard something like Tiger mm-hmm. said something about yeah. – um, um, like they turn their back on the PGA. Like I don't yeah. understand that reference. But he, he can. But it's different. Once they, it's, once but it's they different. Went over there, Go ahead. Once they went over there, he says. Once they went over there and got the money, where's the, where's the drive to want to practice and get better? If they've already got the money, what's to make them get better and compete? But that's different when you when you made your. He practiced and he didn't do shit. But he made his money already too. These cats ain't made their money. <laughs> and that's that's why he can uh he can stay at the PGA and not go to LIV because he already been made his bread. Yeah. Yeah, that game, the way his game is looking, I'll go over there and get that nine hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let, let's let's ask the bogey brothers, man. If y'all had like if if you was if you were young uh young brothers coming up in golf, you had to you had your choice, right? You had your traditional track or you had your you know chance to go make your money. What what you gonna do? I'm going to get that bread, bro. I can't. <laughs> I can't front because it ain't guaranteed. You you could you could practice and play forever, and or you might blow your knee out. You never know. Like you mm-hmm. might get in a car accident, be down the hill like Tiger Woods with one leg. You never know. And you have to be by your wife. Or you too many me? too many Perkins hooks up, hookups. You or know, playing or playing an era where Tiger Woods was on fire, where you never was going to win. Yeah. And and, and it's, it's like it's like LeBron James. Went straight to the NBA. It's the same thing. You, you, he was trying to get that money. He wasn't going to risk going to college and going a traditional route and trying to win a national championship and all that. Well, hell nah. You go get your money, man. As soon yeah. as you can, because none of this stuff. You could die tomorrow, and your kids is going to be cool. Got to feed your family. Yes, sir. Two P, go ahead and say something different, bro. I know you want to say something different than me. I don't. I don't. I mean, how can you argue with that? How could you argue with that? Uh, first time we ever agreed on anything. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about money, though. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, argue about money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't. I mean, if you're if you're a traditionalist, then then you're you're not going to budge. If you're, you know, there's a lot of people that are that are kind of it's it's forcing them to go one way or another. I'm a I'm a I'm a firm believer that competition brings out the best in everything. So I want to see it all. So, you know, whether it's live, whether it's PGA, um, shit. I even think some of the ladies should go get paid in the live. Go get your money. One hundred. And man, and the way we're talking about it, the way we're talking about it, it almost makes it seem like, oh man, you're selling your soul to go play some golf. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even understand why it's that deep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they better go over there and get it before the shit ends. Right. Yeah, it ain't gonna know, let or before they or before they merge, and then all that money is not available anymore. Well, we right. should all we should all just go dressed up like like we getting ready to go play around, and then just go to the table right. like when all the golfers is checking in and shit, and just 
<laughs> I don't know his name. Yeah, that's my name. That's, uh, me. that's me right there, Nick. Sure. I'm just playing. Hey, you no, know, for all of us on this table, we too dark to get past that body. You might be able to slide, but not us. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let y'all in. Come on. Come on. I put on a damn sand nigga suit. Oh, this. Here we go. Do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Here we go. I'll go out there looking like the rest of the Habibs. Um, <laughs> hey, Shug. Yes. I don't think it kills competition, though, bro, in any way, because when you go to the league, when you go to the NFL, you get a signing bonus, you got money, but you're still going out there every day to get that paycheck. Yeah. And so they, that's all the LIB is doing, giving you a signing bonus, and then you go out yeah, there, no, I mean, get paid every game, and you're yeah. still going hard. Like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. But I'm saying the competition between the two leagues, right? I'm, I want to see it all. I want to see all the golf I can see. So whether that oh, – if not if I gotta go to a different uh, channel or if I gotta go stream that shit online, I'm gonna go do that because I'm I'm gonna I want to watch it. You well, know what I mean? Well, so for me, I know people that won't do that. They're like, no, I ain't, I ain't gonna watch it live. Well, well, why? Ernie Els is trying to bring a bridge to that, right? So he's trying to bring balance to the force. Um, and so we're we're gonna see. He thinks the two leads can work together and put it all together. So good luck on that, Ernie. Because right now, I don't see that. I was yeah, reading that. He says that they can. What you guys were saying, they can play. The Liv should play during the PGA off season to keep that's competitive golf. To give the fans competitive golf all year round. Yeah, they can play yeah. like the time when you had the weekend ass tournaments, like the three M Open that's about to happen. One hundred percent. These guys are already contractors. That's what they do. They're con- they're contracting their services to play in your league. That's basically what they're doing. Yeah. And let's be real. Is the PGA really going to ban these fools? If Liv shuts down, DJ ain't going to make it back. Phil uh, ain't going to make yeah. it back. They're going to welcome on, them back. Please. That's money. You're not going to gonna say no to money? Coming back, bringing money back to your league? You think I, they're going to You think they're going to you think they're going to cut them? No? You think they, 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 they when they come hey, back, LeBron they're going to If LeBron starts talking about Miami, you think Miami going to say no? Or Cleveland going to say no? Cleveland already said yeah. That's why he went yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> They was burning his jerseys and shit, and they was like, yeah. oh, we love you again. Yeah. <laughs> then he came back and won a Marine. You know what I mean? That yeah. money. <laughs> Phil, Phil is getting his money. It's okay. Yeah. He's going to continue to get his money. They're not going to cut him because he has a huge fanship, period. It'll yeah. be interesting. So, hey, Suge, we have some golf this weekend. I want to get through all this stuff, this golf stuff and our picks and get fast because I want to get to our front nine with our yeah. guest. So, what golf – Happened last weekend, and who did you pick? So uh, we um, Cam Smith won the Open Championship. Um, he won that Claret Jug. Uh, he came back from four shots to start the final round of that that uh, last Sunday um, Sunday's Open Championship. And um, you know he like that guy was on fire in in the in the back nine. Um, I did pick him. Um, I thought he was playing some good golf, but there was a lot of guys that was also playing good golf as well, man. Um, so it just wasn't wasn't him. You had Rory up there. I'm trying to think who else. DJ who else was DJ there. was up there for a while. DJ, yeah, both DJ cams. was up there. Both cams yeah, were up both there. Cam. Cam Smith and uh, mm-hmm. Cam Young. And Cam Smith and Cam, uh, they was going they was going shot for shot for a minute. Hey, uh, yeah, I they were leading up to the third day. Yeah, th- that's great. The Cam won and all and. Yeah, congrats to him. But what did Joe what Dirt. did y'all think about <laughs> Joe Dirt one? Yeah, Joe what Dirt. did y'all think about Tiger's performance? 
Wow. I think oh. Tiger needs a Tiger needs to let that ankle rest. That dude had reconstructive surgery to his ankle. He needs to let that ankle rest. Like his leg is fine, the muscles and all that stuff. There's a little bit atrophied, but it's healed for the most part. It's the reconstructed ankle. Like that's the part that I'm I, I, I would be concerned with. He should probably just, just stop until next year sometime and come back and give it another run. I have to disagree on that part because if you if you watch his last tournaments, he was struggling walking. Mm-hmm. This tournament, he had no struggle. He just ain't played enough, and you can't go into an open not playing enough. And he looked like shit. And the worst part is, his me and E was talking earlier during the during the tournament. His drives were great, just like everybody else's. Mm-hmm. His approach shots were garbage. His eyesight, his distance calculating his distance for his approach shot garbage and that's where he's fucking up at i i think some of it's um I, i'm with you marcus in terms of trying to heal um i've broken a lot of things before and sometimes the if you if you damage nerves as well it yep. takes a long time for all that shit to come back um i agree with you i think you should just give it a break and then come back when you when you have more flexibility to do what you want to do don't force it what's the hardest shot in golf Approach shots, I think. No, the drives, the approach shots, you don't use as much power. Well, Tiger, Tiger, using a driver, you're trying to put everything you have, and Tiger swings hard, and his drives are fine. Tiger, we're fine. Tiger, Tiger used to be a good driver when it was standing fairway, but he always could scramble and get approach shots. That was his his money, and he could put. If he's driving and he cannot get those approach shots or cannot scramble. I think it's injury related because yeah. when he had his back surgery, he he didn't play as much either, and he came back and did the same thing after his back surgery and played a lot better than he's playing now. That ankle that he's that ankle that he's driving off of is not healed a hundred percent. You're talking about you're talking about bones. You're talking about the structure of an ankle that that medically hasn't had the time that it needs to heal. Like Reggie said, there's nerve damage that has to have time to heal. That's false. That's gonna. That's gonna. That's gonna. That's gonna affect your golf game. That's false. When he when he hurt his back, he played five six tournaments before the Open at Torrey Pines, mm-hmm. and he won. He but played before. He's, but he hasn't played since then. But Boog, let me just what Marcus but said. They was bragging they about how much he played before when he when he first came back. But they didn't put shit in his back though when he was like he has he has metal in exactly in no, his I legs. What you're saying. But the hardest, and you ask any professional golfer, what's the hardest shot is hitting your driver because you're putting so much torque on your back. And his drives were fine. You don't put torque on your back as much when you're hitting your approach shots. Hey, well, I'm still golfers, if they got titanium rods. Listen, they listen man, there. listen, man. Tiger has, has inspired so many people, a race of people. Um, he's done what he needed to do. It's time to kind of just let him, let him, you know, retire. In, in glory, you know what I mean. Like, don't don't tarnish the relationship. You know when boxers go out, man. Like they just don't know when to call it quits and they get knocked out. Like I don't want Tiger to go out like that. Uh, it's time for it, it. It's it's time for his son to shine, man. Let, let's see some Charlie up in here, man, oh, and uh, man. Uh, some new blood. That's what I want to see. Wait I'm done with that, Tiger. Yeah, wait till that dude comes up, man. Shit. Well, we'll get a chance. He's gonna grow. 
up and uh, get out there. Hey, Bogey Brothers, I bet you didn't know that we had the Bickering Brothers on this show also. Uh, <laughs> Booga and Marcus get after each other and get after yeah, it. They the have time. some great discussions. I love it. He, uh, likes shit, he likes to shit on my opinion. I didn't know. <laughs> I, see, I disagree. It, there opinion. you go. I just disagree. Okay. I don't shit on shit. I don't. I don't. It's my opinion. So your disagreement has nothing to do with my opinion. See, I, no, I shouldn't even say I anything. Understand, I understand. I understand. Accept your opinion. I just don't feel the same way. But now you know, you know Reg- Tiger. You know Tiger Woods. But I ain't gonna shit on you because we the same tone. You know Tiger Woods. I think it's. I think over his entire career, that dude's like minus two fourteen. It's like 214 under par for his whole career. That's crazy. <laughs> Excellent. Wild. Well, um, he's not playing in the 3M this week. No, so uh, give us a rundown of the 3M, and then uh, let's make some quick picks. Yeah. Get to to the ladies, make some picks. And, huh? What'd you say? Do we even need to pick the 3M? No, I mean, I mean, we, I mean, we just talk about it. It's going to yeah, take. Let's talk about it. Yeah. It'll be in Blaine, Minnesota. I think the field is. There's some folks in it, but there's, I mean, it's not who you're expecting. I mean, it came off a of, what? Phil sucks. The, the field. real golfers are playing in the live this. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the you, you are, in two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah, there's not really much going on in the 3M. So, um, y'all want to pick it or not? Nah, no. Let's move on. All right, we moving on. Uh, yes. FedEx Cup. You know, Scheffler's still out there. It's probably not going to change. He's still got a over a thousand point lead, um, twelve hundred to be exact. So. Let's talk about the the next um, live event that's coming up July 29th through the 31st. So not this week, but next. You got the live Bedminster Invitational at the Orange Guys Club out there in New Jersey. Yes, it is. So we'll talk about that uh, next week um, as we, you know, that's that's that'll be the that'll be the one thing that we will talk about and make picks from um, the LPGA, the ladies. Uh, this will be their, uh, this is the fifth major for the ladies, uh, the LPGA Amundi Evian Championship. Uh, this event became a tour event in 2000. Uh, this will be at the Evian Resort Golf Club um, out there in France. Um, this, uh, obviously for this, this is a major for the ladies, but uh, the field is packed. Y'all got any picks for the for the ladies this weekend? Well, the quarter sisters are playing, so... Uh, you got to put them at the top, and then of course Jen you know. Young Co. Oh yeah, yeah. Jin Young Ko. Jin Young Ko is a good pick out there. Min Min Jin Lee. Every every time. Every time. And, and See, I, I, I shot away from Lydia Ko. This heifer can't do nothing right. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, and then a sleeper who actually won last week in her team tournament, Lizette Salas. Oh, that's your yeah, that's your girl, man. That's my girl. She won last week. So, uh, hey, that, that, so the girl Lizette. that the girl, what's the name of the girl that she was golfing with? I don't know. I was only looking at uh, but, Lizette. But that that the, so the girl that's golf that won has won like three or four tournaments. They were comparing her to like uh, they were comparing her to um, to Scheffler. But I was like, man, that's a that's a that's they're not. It's not the same. Boog, you got any ladies you you're you're thinking of winning this week? Minji Lee and uh, my sleeper is Brooke Henderson. Oh, oh, Brooke, I like that. Yeah, Brooke up there from Canada. Yeah, disagree. I disagree with his picks. Oh, <laughs> I, I respect your <laughs> I respect your disagreement. <laughs> wow. And just so you know, I love you and fuck Shug. 
Oh, oh wow. wow. <laughs> you off to kiss my ass. <laughs> he got some real life skin hate. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, that brings us to the part of the show I was trying to get to. The front nine with the Bogey Brothers. So, everyone, our listeners, we have these questions that we ask, and we like to get to know them. So, here we go. Smalls and Two-Putt, what's your favorite club in your bag? I used to say putter, but right now, honestly, I'm going with the driver. Like, for some reason, I just got, like, comfortable with that thing, and I, now I can't hit nothing else. Everything else went to shit. So, but, uh, you know how change one, one extreme to the other. Yeah, exactly. Uh, everything went to shit, so, but except the driver, I'm, I'm pretty consistent with that right now. So that, that's going to be my pick for, for the day. It changes week to week. Where you at, 2P? <laughs> uh, I can never really hit the driver. Um, I would say my favorite, my go-to is my 60-degree lob wedge. Hmm. Um, I can kind of use it in so many different situations, which makes it so valuable to me. If I lost it, I wouldn't be able to finish my round. Yo, whoa. I wouldn't know how to recover from it. I'm with you. on. I'm with you. Got to have them lob wedges, man. Okay. Uh, Next question. Smalls. Music or no music or no music on the course? So usually we filming, so I always got to say no music because it's in the background when we're trying to edit and all of that, and we, we put our own music in there. So typically we play with no music um, just because of the filming aspect. Right. And for me, man, it doesn't matter. I actually welcome the music. I welcome I welcome some, some something I can vibe out to before I'm about to hit a shot or even after I hit a shot. So I'm all for it. Love it. Um. <laughs> is it cool to rock red on Sundays like Tiger or is that like a, a big no? <laughs> uh not not in, not in San Diego. You don't want to be affiliated with that, so you know You know what though? Honestly though, it's like when you look at your wardrobe and you just have that red polo, the first thing you think of is Tiger Sunday wardrobe, man. So, um, honestly, I try to shy away from it. I try to do my own thing out there, my own swag. So, yeah, I shy away from it. And it's okay to wear red here. Just when you go after golf, they ask you, what set you playing, blood? Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be banging on the cars, man. Yeah. Hey, uh, I noticed Smalls. You have a favorite pair of shoes you like to wear on the course. So your favorite shoe that you would turn into a golf cleat, what is yours? You already know. I need them Chuck Taylors, boy. And I turn them into cleats. We we, we got a, like a little sponsorship with um, golf kicks, and they make like a spike that you can put in any shoe. Yeah. So you know to go to. You got to West Coast. Got to go with them Chucks. Wait, you golfing Chucks? You don't watch the Buggy B? See, I just caught no, you. No, I watch it, but that don't mean I'm looking at your shoes all the time. <laughs> yeah, man. Chucks. Wow. That's what, that's where I'm at. You might as well play barefooted. You know they ain't got no souls in <laughs> Nah, they, they cool, bro. They cool. Yeah, I, can't, I can't get down with the Chucks, man. I mean, style stylistic-wise, you win. But comfortability-wise, no way. 
<laughs> he don't ever agree with me on nothing. He, he over here, he over here acting like Marcus Darling right now. <laughs> I'm not the one. You got the wrong one. <laughs> um. So, uh, let's see. Oh, are you wearing a visor, a fitted, a bucket hat, or no hat at all? On the course? Yeah. Oh man. Man, we tropical people, so we got to have a hat on. We can't be just sitting out there straight in the sun like that all day. So uh, I'm going with a fitted. Yeah, that or a bucket. Nice. Y'all know buckets should be banned, right? Come on, man. Why? Because they're, they're not fit with your dreads? <laughs> <laughs> See, he didn't have to. Oh, because I thought you was about to grow them back. Nah, I'm good. Unless we all decide we're going to grow everything back. <laughs> Let's do it. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, favorite course you have played at so far? Two P, go first. I gotta think. Go first. Yeah, that's a tough question. Um, favorite? I don't know how to answer that, man. Because because if I say some some course that's not private or not like glorious. I'm, I feel like I'm gonna get some hate. Nah, this, this is you. you. Nah, this is you, man. This is where you like. Uh, to okay, I would probably say, um, expensive wise, I played at Pelican Hill in uh, Newport Beach. Um, that was like a three hundred dollar round. That was for my birthday, and every single hole was a water hole. So, uh, oh. you know, that was pretty dope. But it, I'm gonna be real. It kind of got like a little boring because every hole was the same. So I kind of like a little bit of variety, and that's something that the regular private courses, the non-super expensive courses, can offer. Um, so I think, you know, Pelican Hill would be my expensive choice, and um, maybe uh, shoot, I, I think I'm just gonna stick with Pelican. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite way. So, man, Boog, you probably gonna kill me for this, but my favorite course because I have my two best rounds ever at this course and just don't kill me i'm I'm gonna go with mission trails (laughs) just run down it's a hood spot bro i live two blocks from mission trails let's go (laughs) i I play there all the time and it's a it's a great track they just don't keep it up (laughs) right it's it's dynamic it's all kind it's it's not easy it's it, not. What T box you play from? It could be long, narrow. They just gotta, they just gotta get them fairways right because uh, I'm tired of hitting off this this dirt. Can yes. you barbecue? Can you barbecue in the parking lot? <laughs> you yes. Wait, okay. When you okay. pull up, when you pull up in the parking lot, if you pull up on any time during the week, right after the weekend, you see beer bottles and okay. shit on the parking lot. They get they, they part on the weekends in the parking lot. All that. Yeah, that sounds terrible. That literally <laughs> sounds awful. I'm just gonna be real with you. When I think of golf, I think you know what? green. I think that's because you moved up. You moved up to Temecula, so you uppity now. That's what that is. Oh, Bro, what? this is golf. What are we doing? We can't listen. Listen, when you got brown patches and you hitting off dirt, that's a problem. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that is a problem. We all can't live the good life. Yeah, we've all been a place. We've all been to a hood golf place. I mean, I think that's there's one everywhere. Mm -hmm. 
Hey, yeah, uh, but th- to be your favorite though, <laughs> like understand what my man's just said. He said, "Oh, this is my favorite court." Like it's because it's round. This round, <laughs> best round. Get out of here. I only broke ninety a handful of times in my life, and, and most of it was that Mission Trail. There you go. <laughs> you got you got to stay to your own. You know yeah. where you come from. <laughs> this boy don't appreciate what I do for him, man. I, I'm trying to take him out the hood. He's trying to stay in it. Yeah. <laughs> but don't forget where you come from. <laughs> uh, what What's your uh, handicap? Or are you guys tracking your handicap? Not officially, but I would say that I average 95 most of the time. So whatever that is, and it, on, a, on a real good day, I, I'm shooting 90. Um, and on a bad day, I could shoot. You know, I'm I'm probably gonna stay around a hundred on a bad day, but whatever that is, that's what I ask me. I don't I don't have an official. So, yeah, mine's about the exact same. I mean, I think Bogey Smalls at this particular moment might be a little bit better than me because he's been playing more, but um, but I'm around that same range. So, what would be our handicap then? Would that be like a twenty? Nineteen guys might be in the what I just and just from because I have a very high handicap. I can't What's you can't scores? get higher than me. So like ninety five. Yeah, I would probably say you guys are in the in the mid twenties, maybe mid twenties. Nah, because so your handicap probably, probably about twenty twenty two twenty three. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. The, the course, the course is about a seventy two, and if you shoot a ninety five, so you add how many strokes to that seventy two? Mm-hmm. Nah, brother. I, I, I'm in the 18. I'm 18, 17 for sure. Right. I ain't in the 20s. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> your score is dictating. Right there. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I, I'm my my goal is to get out of my my high handicap as well. If but seven, if it's 72 and you shoot a 95, wouldn't that make you a 23? Yeah, that makes you a 20 something. Yeah, close to 25. 22? Yeah, nah, brother. I'm in the 18, 19 <laughs> realm. <laughs> They don't use your average score is not your handicap. Really, ain't it like your best ten or twenty rounds or something like that? And they eliminate yeah. the, the the three words. It, it moves. It, it moves. moves. Yeah. So the more you play, it moves. So, what do you, so that's what I'm saying. When you go, what what do you average? What's your average score? So I would say my average because because sometimes we play from blue, sometimes we play from white. I would say my average is probably ninety five, average. But like yesterday, I shot eighty eight. So, you so, know, it depends. So then if you were consistently shooting that 88, so say if you had another 88 round, right? Uh-huh. And then you shot a 90 round, and then there, then it's going to start uh, adjusting your handicap a little bit to where and it's coming down. So you could be a 23, and then after, like, three or four rounds, and if you were tracking it in, like, some app or whatever, it probably put you at, like, a 20 or a 19. Yeah. But then you have to take – so your handicap is one thing, but your – your index is a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your index lets you eliminate certain things. So if your index, if your average handicap is like a 20, well, my bad, we'll go Tupac over here, 18, <laughs> and you take the index, it won't let you put anything, no matter what you put your score in, it won't let you take anything over a bogey or double bogey. Okay. Because of your index. I thought Kodak was cheating all this time when he was doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some. What I will say is that I think when you're first getting into golf, I think you're you're you can't really worry about 
I mean, you could try to get your handicap in a better place, but I think a lot of people are just trying to be consistent and trying to just play and not, not worry about every shot that you're hitting. I think that's, that's the biggest thing I could say to somebody who's starting off or wanting to get into golf. Don't worry about your fucking handicap. Start just playing, play. get out there. And then as you get more into it, find out what the handicap is and how you can improve it and, and what it, what it does mean. That's what also, that's what I would say. Nice. Good. That's, that's what, that's what we do, man. We go out there and just that feeling of hitting a good shot, right? A good, clean iron shot. Well, that's like, that's like, that's like your first swish, you know, right. like you on the basketball court, the first time you switch the ball, like that's what that feel like. And it, it's crazy that the adrenaline or well, I don't know what you want to call it, but that first like, nut. Wow. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to go there. Right. You, the goosebumps hit you when you hit that perfect shot. That's like that first night you want to shake a little bit, but you can't. Wow. Wow. You learn wow. more about Boog every show. You, mm. want, you want that first nut to be every nut. Like, I want that consistency of niceness. That's you know, you who's, you know who says that shit like that? Crackheads, Boog. I want that hit to be like hey, the man. first. Hey, <laughs> 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 that first high. <laughs> Who just compared that first night to that glass pipe? Uh, that's, it kind of, you sounded like Pookie, man. You sounded like Pookie on New Jack City. He's calling me, man. He's calling me. That answer was different, bro. Like, I don't even... <laughs> but you ain't got to shake your head, I, I was going. I was going to say something, but I don't want to say nothing anymore. <laughs> You got Matt. blue clues toys in the background and you shaking your head at me. Hey. Hey, uh so uh what's your favorite golf cocktails? Like if you're you're gonna have a beverage out there, it could be a sprite or it it could be a transfusion. Uh what what do you like? Ice, ice cold water. Especially when that sun is coming down, you can't beat the ice cold water. There ain't nothing beating the ice cold water. He uppity. He uppity. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uppity. This dude, 2P, is the biggest vegetarian you ever going to see. Like, I don't know how he that big. And and he been a vegetarian almost his whole life. It's crazy. You can't be black and be vegetarian. You was born on pork booty. Oh, this guy. <laughs> you like, I don't know if I want. What, what Cat Williams say? You got a pork face, Michael Jackson. You can't be Muslim. You can't, you can't mute this nigga like on Teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you was doing them bacon fat and pork uh, Well, we know what you're eating, bud. Hey, uh, Smalls, you you have a favorite beverage. Man, I, I switch it up. I, I Really, I drink anything. If, if somebody else is buying, I'm drinking it. <laughs> That's where I'm at. All right, and then the last question. Turn down the waters, though. That's facts. <laughs> you ain't gonna turn them down. <laughs> um, this guy. Final question. This is what is your favorite? Well, or what is your bucket list course? So you can play any course in the world. What course are you choosing to put? I'd have to say, uh, isn't it the one that they just played at the Open? Is uh, St. Andrews, right? Yep. I, I would have to say St. Andrews, man. That that thing looks spectacular. It looks spectacular. Um, Augusta. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do got a follow-up question, though. 
out of y'all two, what's the record head to head? Mm. Ooh, I, I'm definitely up. That's for sure. What? <laughs> oh shit! We got, yeah, I knew it was gonna I mean, happen. I, no, no, no. I mean, I just don't understand how you came up to that answer. Like definite, like you know, I can see, <laughs> I can see. Map. Yeah, you know, I can see maybe like sixty, forty. You know, but it's in that realm. That's not definite, bro. Like it could go either way. And to be honest with you, we've been playing for some money, like head up, and and I've been, I've never lost a dime to small. What? Oh, so, oh, oh, come on. Okay, no, no, I lost one time. One time. I, I take that back. I lost one time and never lost again. Hey, so. hey, you know what he did after he lost to me? After I after I took his bread, he went and got lessons. But behind my back. Didn't oh. even tell me. He oh. came back and smoked me like three what times. Are, what, like, bro. I was supposed to tell you? <laughs> what was that? Oh, you know, I don't need to check in with you. Oh, all is fair, brother. Let him know, too. Hey, you grown ass. That's what I. Hey, that's what I did. So I went. We got this tournament at Riverdale. So on Monday, I shot an eighty-one. I eagled the last hole. So I sent a screenshot of my score because I keep track of it on this eighteen birdies app, and I sent it to Eric. (laughs) I called him after I sent it, and in the background was the golf course, and he said. This nigga said, "This guy." <laughs> he said, "You out there trying to win?" <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, it, that's what it is, man. You got to put in the work, dude. You got to figure out what's going to work for you, and whether it's getting lessons or extra extra time at the range and shit, man. You got to put that work in, man. I mean, I, I played a yeah. I played a lot last year to become the champ, and uh, now I, I hold that trophy, and all these guys want it. But this year, I did not have a chance to play as much, but I will defend it against them. We're going to find out. Yeah. Sorry. Honestly, I have a question for everybody here. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know, is this just me or does this happen to y'all too? So on Wednesday, for instance, I shot one of the best rounds of my life. It was like a, a 90, right? Um, I go back out the next day feeling myself, and I'm at 105. Does that happen to you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so, uh, Bogey, what you were talking about, like, like, so I had spent so much time working on my irons that when I was consistently hitting my irons, was fine with it. I went to hit my driver. I don't know where the fuck that motherfucker went. (laughs) It just flew the fuck out of my bag. Like every time I picked it up, the driver was like, nope, nigga, you're not going to work today. 2P, that happened to me. In our in the last tournament I played, and these guys were watching it. Mm-hmm. I was on fire for the first nine. I was killing these dudes. Yep. I got to the back nine, and I gave up a stroke or two every hole. And it came down to me putting to win. I missed the putt, and then I got a bogey. And the guy that was on my ass fell apart, and the guy by him came up. He got on. It was up to him to putt to win. He put, he put it in and won. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. As, as amateurs. There's nothing going to be on – your whole game is not going to be on point every day, all the time. Mm-hmm. you like, okay, well, I'm going to work on my short game. I'm going to work on my putting or my driving. You work on your driving, you get it right. Next thing you know, your short game fucked. Yep. But but it's, it's yep. drastic from yes. Wednesday to Thursday. Oh, no oh, yeah. doubt. I was no hitting doubt. clean, straight, and I was like, okay, what changed? What possibly changed? Now I'm hooking the ball, mm-hmm. slicing the ball, topping the ball. What am I doing? And then at that point, I it's mean, over. Cockiness changed. And so that's that, just that's the that's the point when you kind of just gotta 
walk away and make sure you get closer to the ball. Well, my thing is, it's always going back to where you felt good and going back to the basics, right? So a lot of people don't want to go back to that basics. Make sure you're, you're with your triangle in your arms and doing all that stuff, right? Just, just the basics. Like when I get off, I, I, yeah, I just go back to, I, I know I can hit this 150 yard shot clean if I do this. Let me get the feel back of how this feels. And then, then I'll start adding a little bit more to it. Everything, my problem, everything my problem straight, is, everything straight is because everything consistent. Your, your, your swing is right, mm-hmm. but us as amateurs and not knowing really how to play like a pro, we don't we don't know that we was on and that's where we should stay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We don't know that we should stay with that swing. We right. go out there like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play just like I played yesterday. But you're not in that swing radius. You're not in that. You know what I'm saying? You're you swinging good, yep. but you're not swinging at the angle you were swinging the day before. And two putt, what I meant by it, like when if you feel like one day you're on and the next day you're not, make sure you're stand, like like E was saying, make sure you're in your triangle, dude. So make sure you're closer to. So when you, I noticed when I start getting out of whack, I'm I'm further away from the ball than I need to be. So when I get closer to the ball and every shot, then I know then I know it's consistent. And when I start hooking and topping and doing all those things, I was that's what I was too far away from the ball. And I and what so Marcus feels better. I disagree with Suge. <laughs> oh, so Marcus feels better. But you know what? I know with me, when I play a great round, I start to think about the next day I'm gonna play, how I played that round, so I get in my own head. Mm. and start to overthink, like, this is how I did this shot last time, same distance. But I learned a couple of weeks ago, just fuck it. Fuck every it. shot, Every shot's a new one. That's the way I, I look at it. Don't care. Don't don't think about it. Get out your own head. Just fuck it. Just play mm-hmm. golf. And the yeah. reason I went and played at Riverdale was mainly just to find out. I've never played it before, and I didn't want to go out there to a virgin course trying to win. I wanted to know where I can place my ball. Mm-hmm. For my approach shot, you know, I didn't, I just, I, I didn't know the course. Mm-hmm. There's some places that I hit, and I was like, oh, that motherfucker might be gone. I was like, I'll, I'll drop up there. Then I get up there, and it's in the fairway because some of that shit looks like it goes on mm-hmm. until you get up there, and it's actually an opening. It's an opening up there. Yeah. Hey, two P got his question off. Can I get a? Can I get a question? Yeah, sure. and then I got one for y'all too. All right, so I want to know about the name of the show. <laughs> well, one of my favorite quotes is from the Bad Boys movie when he was like, "Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. You got any brown sugar? And, some brown sugar." And and yeah. so uh, you don't see a lot of us Negroes out there on the golf course. So in order to attract some names or attract like an audience, like soon as we tell people what the name of our podcast is, they're like, "What?" It's like yeah. shocking, and they're interested, right? So we we're like. Me and Shook sat down. And we were like, "Man, let's name this. Don't be alarmed. We're Negroes." And then we start laughing about it, and then it just stuck. And then that's where we're at. And and people look it up, and they're like, "Hey, man, you you see this show? It's Don't be be alarmed. We're Negroes." And uh, it just it just kind of ran with it, man. I, I kind of uh, it just came from that movie. And yeah. even if they they're not black or minorities, even the white folks, they'd be like, "Well, I want to check it out, but I'm, I don't want to be racist." 
So I don't want to say that, but I'll look anyways, and they get caught on and start listening. Most people I tell, they laugh. They like they're like, what? They're like, what? What did you just say? And then I tell them again. I'm like, oh yeah. And then I show them the logo. And then most people are like, oh, okay, I get it. I drank that at work. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. So then people see my water bottle and they're like, wait, hold, wait. Yeah. What, what's going on with your water bottle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I gotta tell them it's a podcast that we do. Yeah. Your show is a lot more edgy than what we do. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Super, oh, this is no. Oh, this is explicit. We're we're under explicit Nothing. category. Yeah, y'all raw. Like, yeah. People, I I kind of notice people feel uncomfortable saying Bogey Brothers. They yeah. want they want to say Bogey Brothers, or they they feel <laughs> like they they being weird, you know. Going and, and so I could imagine like I I don't know if I would name my show that because I want everybody to be able to say the name of my show without getting beat up when they you know they, hmm. they, they the wrong wrong skin color and it, it might get. Beat up talk to saying y'all name. That's why they can say the short part. Don't be alone. Don't be alone. This is mild. This is mild. Y'all got a mild. Yeah, y'all got a mild show. What I'm saying is like we're the, for us, man, we're you know, we, we feel like it's, it's an opportunity to just be raw. Like I was saying, we don't really see any like we trying to bring barbershop talk yeah. to the golf game. Right. Y'all so. The the moment you walk in a barbershop, and I know I'm talking to like most of us as bald as a motherfucker, but I used to go in a barbershop all the time. And so when I go in the barbershop, this is the kind of shit I would hear. It would be cats giving each other a hard time, but it's in a good spirited way. You know what I mean? And yeah. and I never take anything that, that these guys say personally or to heart. I know what? they're just they're just giving me shit. No, nah, man, we we get into it. We get in heated. No, you be sensitive sometimes because you like skin. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Well, and that's what happened. And that brings us to. Um, but let me ask this question. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. We didn't really get into the opportunity to really ask these guys a diversity question. We have we usually have a diversity segment every week. Um, so I just want to get your guys perspective, you know, in, in coming into the game of golf. What do you think is needed to bring more of us to the game? Want to go first to P? Or you want me to run with it? Don't matter. Go ahead. <laughs> so I I look at sports like basketball, uh, and even even baseball, but sports where you could go to the park, you could take your ball with you, you could go with your dad or your partners, and you can play. And you don't have to have a bunch of money, you don't gotta pay. You don't got to have expensive gear. You just show up and playing a game is going what makes you fall in love with a game. And it's going to make you uh, want to watch it. Like I wanted to see Kobe because I could go out in my backyard and shoot on my hoop when I, you know, when I'm younger and now kids with golf, they can't do that. You can't just go outside and play some golf. You don't play golf with your homies build up a love for it and then want to watch it on TV. And the kids that's playing it at home, they end up growing and becoming those NBA stars and those NFL stars because they, they have access to it as a kid. So, I mean, that that's really the problem. I think it's just the nature of the sport uh, uh, that, that keeps it exclusive because you, you got to be able to play to be able to fall in love with it, to be able to become that next Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. 
Um, I'm going to come at it as an ex-athlete, as an ex-high uh, school, um, ex- I would say ex-four-star basketball player, all right? For real, <laughs> I was I was a basketball player, could have played uh, D1 college basketball. Um, and honestly, where I was in my life at that point, it's not that I even thought about golf, but just being outdoors in the sun. Like I'm used to, you know, basketball player, you kind of sheltered. You're in, you're in the gym or you might go to the park or whatnot, but it's just a little bit more active. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, and then plus all your boys, all the, all the, all your friends and, and, and all the people from the neighborhood, they're all playing basketball. They're not playing golf. You know, that's, that's just something different for us. Um, and then when I got into the game, I got into it because I started falling in love with outdoors. So I'm, I wasn't even thinking about black and white and this and that. I just wanted to try it out. And as soon as I got on the green for the first time in my life, I just felt something come into me like, man, this is just amazing being out here. And that's how I fell in love with the game. So, you know, it, it's different for, for black community or any other community, really, because more sports are more accessible and it's something that you can do easily without even having to go to an actual course or, or a court. Like you can go play football in the street, you know? Yeah. And on top of that, you, it's, it's about role models too. Like we, we see Kobe, we see Michael and magic. Only one is, is, you know, that, that shines so far as tiger and you see what he done by himself to bring inclusivity to the game. So you know, all we need is a few more dudes to make it and a few more faces and people to look up to. And I think, um, you know, the the next generation is, is going to turn it up. Nice. Nice. Right on, fellas. Appreciate that. Um, so we do all that nice stuff and we talk about that. But then we also get into our... Uh... Hey, hey, hey. hate section of the week and people love this because we have haters that send us shit and then we also talk shit about things and so it's actually interesting because we actually have four pieces of hate here and you guys the bogey brothers were included because someone watched our show wow. and we were on with you and they had a comment so this is their comment some of the worst golf I have seen entertaining but bad that's to the Bogey Brothers and the Negroes. Ain't that some shit? Hey, well, Dude, we'll, that was your chip shots. That's fine. We'll take well that was early in the season and we'll take on any challengers. Yeah. Yeah. Step up. Go to go to Cali or Denver and you'll have a Come pair waiting it. on you. Come with it. And I wasn't there for that, but I bet your daddy can't beat us in golf because he ain't at home, bitches. Ooh. Yeah. These nuts. Um now, another piece of hate. Um, instead of the Bickering Brothers, we now have the Gandhi Brothers uh, because you guys were so peaceful last week. That's what they said to you, Marcus and Booger. I don't know what they want. I, thought I, I, I had some hate last week. I, th- I thought we hated on each other, too. I thought it was mild. That's what they said. So maybe, listener, you should probably fucking listen. How about well, that? Yeah get, yeah, get get up on your episodes for you. I've eaten ass right in over years. Shit. Wow. Hella, hella. <laughs> wow. I have nothing to do with that. That's lovely. Two P, stop shaking your head, bro. 
Hey, hey, man, y'all are so controversial, man. Y'all making me feel uncomfortable. Oh, boy. They're going to get you. They are definitely going to get you. Oh, shit. I am who I am, fellas. Um, <laughs> bring your truth. Bring your truth. Don't say no more. Um, and then. light skin. We don't know yet. They. Uh, they said to me, Eric went old school, or Emich went old school with the singing last week. Didn't make it any better. It was comedy, but keep fueling the haters. You know what? I, it's because I sing in your mama's ear, man, and and you guys are always there. And and that's what I do, man. And so uh, I got something for you this week, too, ho-ass niggas. Oh, no. Hit you with that old school. I'm going to hit you with that OJs, nigga. Oh yeah, we gonna hit you. What they do? I'm smiling in your mama's face. She's a backstabber, backstabber. Yes. It's motherfucker. So hey, go 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 tell your mama that, and uh-huh. and tell her Emich told you that too. I'm back there stabbing her. Oh yikes! <laughs> wow, wow. Look at look at two P. He like I can't. He's like, can't. whoa. I just you know, y- y'all the type of people, man. I wouldn't bring my wife. I wouldn't bring. I wouldn't introduce y'all to my moms, my cousins. I gotta keep them away from y'all, man. We are family oriented. We are tight family oriented, bro. We would kill for motherfuckers in our family. I believe you, man. But you, we ain't talking about stabbing, stabbing somebody in the get, background. Like, why don't, nah, why don't get in trouble? So I don't get in trouble next week. I do have some hate. Okay, go ahead. I hate I hate when I wait outside of an establishment at lunchtime. This this is along the lines of Reggie's service, and normally because of COVID, understaffed, overworked, and all that, I give it to him. But it was like eight motherfuckers in there, and I get in there. It's at at, at a uh, place that sells burritos where you think they will work a little harder than most people, but it wasn't the case. Um, I get in there and there's a line and we waiting for these fools to finish putting the food out and get situated and everything. Like motherfucker, it's 1045. You open at 1045. It's 1050. We still standing here waiting in line. I had an old, I had an old boss tell me it pissed him off more. If you was two minutes late than if you were 30 minutes late, because if you're two minutes late, he said, I meant you was in the building fucking around somewhere. 30 minutes late, something happened. I'm in there waiting in line. You open at 1045. I don't think you should be ready. I, I, I saw y'all walk in because I was out there a half hour early. I saw a lot of people walking there with uniforms on. So be ready when you're going to be ready. Open oh, is open 24 hours. 1045 means, 1045 means you open and ready to serve at 1045. Not open the door and we watched you finish getting ready. Don't go working. to the taco shop in Denver. That's the problem. <laughs> I need to go back. I need to go back to the authentic. I need to go back to the Mexicans. I need to go back to the Mexicans. They are twenty four hours. They are twenty four hours. Yes. Um. So uh, we'll we'll give our guests a chance. Um, Tupa, do you have any hate or do you have anything that you want to get off your chest? Ah, man, I don't have a hating bone in my body. <clears throat> I am peaceful. You know. Can't we all just get along, type of brother? Uh-oh. So, 
even to my guy Smalls, who we bicker back and forth. There's not a hating bone in my body. I wish him nothing but the best. He likes skin. Yeah. <laughs> he likes skin. <laughs> nice. Uh, Smalls. Hey, hey poor, poor fella. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they going to get you. They going to get you. Smalls, do you have anything? And you know what? I should I should have I should have thought of something for this segment. I sh- mm. You know what? I'm at the I'm I'm going to have to wait for the for for y'all audience to hate on me too. I I'm I'm going to be looking for today hate next week. I'm gonna, I'm going to leave it out there. Okay. I'm hanging with your cousin. You're starting to get lighter. That's that, that's why they that's why they call me Gandhi cuz I was on that I was on that vibe. I just I ain't Ain't nothing. Life ain't that serious to be hating on nothing, hating, hating people, and they lit my ass up. <laughs> so I had to talk about that. Talk about their mama and shit. Boog, you got you got anything else, Boog? You know what? I, I, first question is, Bogey Brothers, how long y'all been fucking with the podcast? With yours? Yeah. Um, ever since I met E. Mitch. And how long has that been? How long has that been, E. Mitch? It's been uh, a little bit because we, we our first path crossing was with our with my golf gent stuff. And right. then after that, then uh I so more, we, more than like two months, three months. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm hating on motherfuckers who live up the coast forty five minutes away, knowing we have a podcast and you can't come down or ad invite me up to play golf. Oh. Sorry, ass. And uh, you know what? Whoa. I want to apologize, Smalls, because I know it's not you. It's them light skin. <laughs> <laughs> Two put. Don't sorry, take sorry, that. Sorry, man. Yeah, you got to stay at Mission Trails. Man. <laughs> stay there. <laughs> stay there. You don't know what to do with these nice courses up here. <laughs> Unbeknownst to you, I used to work for a golf company, so I'm playing like Tory Pines and Red and Hawks and Pachangas. <laughs> You so boozy, you don't let us dark skins in. That's, <laughs> That's okay. Well, you keep brotherly love. Remember, you ain't got no hair. Hey, somebody over there acting real sensitive right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, always, always talking about everybody else sensitive, but that's okay. I'm, I'm chilling right now. <laughs> Love it. Hey, he gave it back. Hey, they might get off of him because of that. He gave he fired back that, on you, him. That's you it. Give hate. You gave hate to Bud. That counts. Shook, I'm going to go ahead and let you. You got anything? Um, you know, I, I got to talk about, you know, um, motherfucking media outlets that really, you know, you know, say that they're giving you information, but it's worthless as fuck. OK, so I'm going to give you all an example. We all know it's hot. We all know it's hot. Everywhere you go, it's hot. Every fucking city is going through some kind of heat wave at this point. Right. Arizona, 115, 120. Here in Denver. I was watching the news and this is why I don't watch the fucking news is because they tell you dumb shit. This lady went on for five minutes on the weather segment talking about median weather and how they calculate median weather. And by the time she got done with this, I felt like everyone that watched this is fucking dumber because it's hot outside. I don't give a fuck what the median temperature is. I'm not a weather forecaster. I'm not. I don't I don't really care. I don't think anybody was watching that show really cared either. They took five minutes to explain to everyone that it was hot as fuck and that there was no rain for a couple of days. So that's my hate. Rich. My hate is I on think, 
maybe they were trying to make the point of uh, uh, that it's getting hotter than it's oh, ever I, been. I definitely maybe get we're that. in a crisis, a global warming, or whatever you want to call it. But we live it every day. Mm-hmm. We well, live it every day. Especially y'all in Temecula, because I know it's hot as fuck up there because it's hot in my Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it was just a wasted five minutes, and that's why that's why we do this show, man. Because I really don't like regular media because it's just it's a waste of time. Okay, so that's my hate. They gonna get on you because they gonna probably tell you, "Hey, Negro, you sat there. You could have just hit the off button." You ain't got no dark. <laughs> that's fine. They gonna hate on him because half the audience don't know what the fuck medium weather means. Yeah, say, oh. That's what I'm saying. Who the fuck cares? Um, you, you ain't got no darker side of this I have. That's what I'm saying. Watch when I get next to Boog, man. You might not. Okay. In the summer, uh, man. We might be the right, same. Right. You green screen color right now. See through. Calm down. Hey. I don't really have too much hate, but I will say. When I go and I buy some sneakers or I'm out like trying to buy gifts and stuff and them aggressive ass sneaker cleaner people are in the aisles and they try to get you to clean your sneakers. Like, hey, bro, my shit just came out the box. You can't see that. They just trying to sell and stuff, but they're mad aggressive. Right. And it's it's just too much, man. I almost had to kick yeah, this dude's hand over. It's, it's annoying. annoying. It's annoying. Yeah. I bought some of that shit and it don't work. <laughs> <laughs> See? They got you. They probably put a put a label on a bottle and put some Dawn and water inside that thing. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they do in Colorado, but I bought some here and it does work. I use them for the shoes here. But they do every every third kiosk, they right there trying to clean your shoes after you already got them clean once. Yeah. It's mad annoying. So, hey, man, keep your cleaning to yourself. Thank you very much, and I I'm gonna, appreciate. I'm gonna it. hate. I'm gonna hate to have to take that trophy out of Eric's hands here at the end of the season. That's my hate. Oh. I hate to crush people. You know what? You know what? To, to come back around, man, I do have some hate, and it might be some bougie hate, but it's some hate. Okay. okay. So you bring, bring when I'm at, when I'm at the when I'm at the golf course, okay, and and it's like. I'm expecting to kind of fly through this round and I'm in the, ended up being there for five, six hours because they're waiting on a slow group ahead or a slow group ahead of that. You know, it honestly doesn't make me feel very good. I love being out on the course, but I like to play fast. You know, I don't like them slow players or I don't like maybe the course people just throwing people out there without really, you know, having like a, a sense of urgency out there. This should be a course marshal regulating that stuff. Because I hate being out there for five, six, seven, eight, eight hours just to play one round of golf. I like to play fast too. And, and you talking about them, uh, them four black dudes that was that was out at a uh, city park in front of you filming? I would hate that. I would hate that. I'm with two P on this one because in day, in California, golf has gotten real big, and our weather's always nice. So motherfuckers who should be playing Tecalote, part three courses, learning how to play the game, is playing on big courses like Pachanga and Red Hawk and where I play at, Steel Canyon, and they taking six hours. You're like, motherfucker, why are you here still? You drop seven balls in the same spot. I just p- pick up. But they don't because they're like, pick I up. paid my money. No, you paid the wrong money because you shouldn't be here. <laughs> I mean, so I you ain't bougie on that one, but you allowed to hate on. I think I think that kind of goes with everyone who starts like once you start playing reg- golf on a regular basis, and especially with people like you, you don't your patience for slower play does does go down. It it does. I mean, it doesn't matter. I think 
Every single golfer that I've ever seen that started, their attitude changes. It does. Yes, sir. Well, when y'all coming to Cali? Uh, oh, that's goodness. we want to come out there. We were talking. Don't start lying, E. What do you mean? I said we want to come out there. I got. I'm. Yeah. I'm. All, I got one more trip. I went to Hawaii and then New York. We're going camping in a week. After we finish that, then we're gonna plan a trip after it's not so hot, and we're gonna come out and we're gonna see all of you all out in Cali. We want to come out. Yeah. Come and on, I'm this because we. On this show for a long time, and it's the same bullshit, yaddy, yaggity, yak. Well, let me know, because I, 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 I go out there a lot. My parents live out there. And, and Bogey Brothers, that side of the screen, Light Skin and Marcus, they always down. But that other side, my family? My Ooh. parents live up in uh, Victorville. Okay. Yeah, they've been up there for a while. When they first moved out there in 90, 89, 90, they was in Azusa and Glendora. Yeah, that ain't and then I think about about West Covina. They stayed there, West Covina, and then they moved up from West Covina. They moved up to Victorville. It's a lot of good year round golf out here, fellas. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll, on that bullshit. we'll make it out there, but we're gonna make it, book watch. The end of the year, man. Right, we we're gonna try to make that happen before the end of the year. Take y'all mission trails. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, we got We got <laughs> We got to have a contrast no. round. We got to have a contrast round. No, no. <laughs> All I'm with you, but they fly out here. They're not going to Mission Trail. Which <laughs> 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 on this one? That's not. Oh. I got a couple partners up in uh, Northern California that want to come down and play. So we should try and make it. Two more brothers. We should try and make a little, a little, little turning out of it. Out yeah. of it. That's, yeah. that's I got too that. many connections to have them at Mission Trails. <laughs> okay, we'll figure something out. Let's talk about yeah, we'll it. We'll plan out, it and man. we'll figure it out. Um. Booga, when you're at Mission Trails, do you push your cart in style? Moto Caddy got you right. With the M5 GPS, DHC Electric Caddy has downhill control, electric parking brake, nine-speed settings, GPS onboard charging, and many other features. Moto Caddy, the number one cart company in the world, can get you right for the course today. It hooked all of us up, and we're out there walking courses. So head over to motocaddy.us. And check out all the dope push carts and bags they have to offer. And with that, Moto Caddy is bringing us the golf gigging song of the week. So, Shug, what is that song? We always try to bring you stuff from the culture, man, um, from both coasts. But we sometimes we get partial. We love we love certain cats, and that's okay. That's okay. If you have your own podcast, you can you can say this is these are the niggas that I roll with. <laughs> when you do that, that's fine. But this is what we're gonna do this week. We coming to you. We're going to give you 33 from Larry June and Calibrate. It's a banger from 2019, man. But like I said, sometimes you just got to bring them out the crates. Can you uh, cut everything up in my headphones a little bit? Just gas the shit like crash the whip. I'm showing off on accident. Passion.
passionate and sick. I'm Kobe Bean with the assist, cause I won't pass to them. I break it down and roll it on my lonely, cause I don't want no fake homies. No Manolos, only Tonys in this world is mine. I knew that since my daddy reached his climax. You think that it's sick, I think it's honest. I smoke a whole eighth throughout the day, call it surviving. My mind is like a safe that I'm just filling up with problems. God, thank you for my girl. We fuck, I know she feel my pain. Hey man, that's a dope ass, smooth ass track. Go check it out. Hey, if you follow us on Spotify, like the Don't Be Alarmed Pods list, hey, it's on there with all the other songs that we put on there, old school and new school. So follow that. Uh, yeah. So we'll put the link uh, when we post the podcast. So you guys should be able to click on it and get to that. Yes, indeed. And with that, we got our final shout outs to wrap up the show so we can get out of here. So this is the time of the show where everybody can say, where they found, where people can find you, uh, anything you want to say, shout outs to, to your kids, your wives, your family, your side chick, whatever you want to do, it's shout out time. So, for our guest, Two Putt, shout outs. Shout out, man, shout out. Make sure you guys uh, follow the Bogey Brothers at the Bogey Brothers on YouTube, Bogey Brothers on IG. Bogey Brothers with the Z at the end on Twitter. Word. Uh, shout out to y'all for having us on, man. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all being on our uh, on our YouTube video. Everybody, go check us out on YouTube so y'all can see uh, the dope, the don't be alarmed boys out there playing that bad golf. <laughs> nice, booger. Shout out to y'all, the fam. You know how I do. Shout out to the Bogey Brothers being on the show. Appreciate y'all. Bougie and non-bougie. Love it, love it, love it. We need to hook up together real soon. I got connections so we can get bougie with 2P. Get you right. A lot of connections. Uh, Shout out to the ladies who uh, got that Eric B and Rock Kim rocking the mic skills. I appreciate y'all truly. Thank you. Uh, Oh, boy. Uh, Marcus. Shout out to uh, you brothers. Shout out to my beautiful wife, my lovely children, my grandkids. Shout out to my favorite, the fat bitches. Oh, boy. It's almost <laughs> y'all's time. Y'all got about 12 weeks left, and then y'all going to shine. So, shout out to y'all. 12 weeks where? California? <laughs> no, that no, ain't happening. Out here. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Shug (laughs) I'm done man after that Um, nah man for real Um, shout out to y'all brothers man Um, we appreciate y'all bogey brothers man for coming on um, and for the you know for the round of golf that we had we gonna make this a a regular thing hopefully you know um, to to get together man and and you know share this this love that we have a golf man so I just want to say I appreciate y'all for coming on um and I appreciate the listeners for fucking with us um I know you know we're a little bit crazy man we're a little bit out there but like I said this is barbershop talk man for golf and that's what we're trying to do we're trying to bring something different um and we're trying to bring our true selves and who we are how we grew up and the culture that we have been exposed to um to this discussion, man, because we feel like we want to be out the door. We knocking and we just need someone to let us in, man. So um, my shout outs are to y'all um, keep hustling on that golf course, get better every day. Um, and that's all you can really strive for, man. Shout outs to my wife um, and my family and uh, my granddaughter, man. Um, 
Yeah. And the production on that video is dope. That's like it is high level professional. Yeah. That was nice. That yeah, was nice. Be proud really, of that, man. Really it. For real. Really dug it. it was for real entertaining. You know what I'm saying? This shit was cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, brother, had, yeah. had me feeling. Had me feeling like I was somebody. <laughs> <laughs> doubt. No doubt. That's what's um, up. Shout outs to my fan band, man. I appreciate them for they allow me to do all the crazy ideas I want to do. You know, I got my brands, we got the podcast, everything, and they just let me do my thing. Uh, shout out to the wet and sweaty and the 19th hole. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Bogey Brothers. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all, man. I mean, from y'all uh, having the golf gents gear to uh just collaborating with us and then just watching y'all grow man that's it's dope man it's dope to see um so appreciate y'all just uh putting a stake on the map for for the brothers out there in golf uh shout out to the game of golf shout out to medicine because COVID was whooping my ass man and without that medicine boy whoo i don't know if i would have been here it's it's been been a tough one uh shout out to the hard knock slicers uh we have that tournament coming up hey c-pipes See you soon, nigga. I'll be there Sunday. The champ is in the building. Oh, yeah, y'all car partners. Yeah, we car partners. See you soon. And then uh, shout out to my son, CJ. So 13 years old. I kept him out of football just to save the wear and tear that we had on our bodies uh, playing football. Uh, But he's putting on the pads. He was out there popping last week, popping them, uh, getting after the ball and stuff like that. And – he actually just got over COVID, but he was like, man, I'm a week out. I need to get out here and get in that work. And so uh, he was struggling. His lungs were doing all that, but he was out there putting in work. He said he's shooting to be the next Aaron Donaldson. So Aaron Donald. So I, I, uh, I appreciate that. So I'll just support that dream as much as I can. And he's putting in the work for it. So shout out to CJ, man. And with biscuits. that, yeah, biscuits. Uh, and with that, Suge, take us out of here. Hey, like we always tell you, man, um, you know, life is short. Um, make sure you check in on your folks. It's real important, man. So if you have a friend you ain't talked to in a minute, pick up that phone, shoot a text out. Um, stop by, man, because they, they might need they might need uh, they might need that. So, you know, it could be family. It could be your friends, man. But just check in on somebody that needs something. Um, I know a lot of folks who just lost they lost their positions. And um, my heart goes out to them, man. I just know they're going to land on their feet, um, you know, one day soon. So, you know, people is going through a lot of shit in this world, man. So, you know, just, you know, take a moment to think before you react because someone might be having a worse day than you, man. So um, I know that's coming from an angry light-skinned dude right like me saying that. <laughs> but I'm just trying to just to, try, you know, turn a different cheek, man. So we all need something uh, at some point. So checking on your folks and that's what we wanted to tell you and on that note we out yeah and please don't reach out to your side chick please <laughs> don't be alarmed we're negroes this is el negro <laughs>